will be low. Our climb will be steep. We may not get there in one year or even in one term. We as a people will get to the promised land. I promise you, we as a people will get there. And whenever men and women straighten their backs up, they are going somewhere because a man can't ride your back unless it is better. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing anything. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Everybody Mad, the podcast where nothing is off the table, facts are currency, and at some point, everyone will feel uncomfortable. This is what happens after. Welcome to Everybody Mad, the podcast. Welcome back to Everybody Mad. You're now into Everybody Mad chat room. This is your boy, Rel. As always, I want to thank y'all for coming back. Uh, we're now into season two, and the good conversations are going to continue to roll. And y'all are continue to stick around, so thank y'all for that. As always, email everybodymadpod at gmail.com on IG and Facebook, everybodymadpod, and on all major podcast platforms, everybodymad. So I'm joined uh, today in the Everybody Mad chat room by uh, this wonderful guest. And uh, just know that this, this conversation is going to get real interesting. Uh, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. So as always, I ask my guests to give their age, name, sex, location, and one interesting fact about themselves. So to the little dick advocate, say what's up. Hey, y'all. It's your girl. Alondra, also known as the Little Dick Advocate. Um, I'm 27, a woman, a grown woman, mm. as I like to say, and um, I live in Houston, Texas. Um, a fun fact about myself, or basically how I like to just describe myself, is not the girl next door, but it's more like the big sis. Like, mm. I just really see myself as a big sis to a lot of girls. And I like to take on that title, I guess, because I always wanted a big sis. So I pretty much um, share my experiences and, you know, try to be like an extra step a girl doesn't have to take, basically. Mm. I like I like that entire framing. I, I like that whole entire concept and framing. That, that's... that's... You want to be the big sis. That's what's up. Yeah. That's so. extra step that they don't have to take. That's, the, yeah, that's I, I like that. That's I see myself. And that's, that's pretty much my vibe. I give off, you know, everywhere with girls I meet and just in general. That's what's up. So even before we get into the little dick advocate and or the, the name, um, how you feeling today? Uh, what, what's, what's life like? Um, today, I'm honestly feeling good. I'm feeling like, you know, I'm just feeling at like a good little place in my life. I'm feeling like I'm accepting the things I cannot control. Mm. So I'm just, I'm just chilling. I'm just going with the flow and going with the punches. Basically, that's how I feel. In a good way, though. In a good way. That's what's up. That's, I mean, you know, realistically, that's all we really can do. Um, is to, you know, figure out the things that we can control, stress that, manage that, exploit it, work it out. Um, things that we can't, you know, we, we hope for better times. <laughs> exactly. That's all I'm trying to master is my mind. <laughs> you know, that's all you can realistically do. Like, get better at that, you know, as you go each day, as you get, you know, older each year is... 
figuring out how do you do that better, you know, get better at who you are, get better at doing the things that you're good at, get better at doing the things that you like to do, um, overcoming the things that you're not good at, because um, again, those are the things that you can't control. Yeah, I agree. That's what's up. So let's get into today's topic. Uh, so... The conversation, the hot seat topic that we're talking about today is, uh, drum roll, is the whole phase. Uh, the question is, should everyone have a whole phase? Um, and to start here, uh, how was yours? Okay, okay, yes. So my favorite topic, y'all, y'all, okay, the whole phase. Um, first, I do feel like everyone needs a whole phase. Now, of course, you know, of course, like some people, some people's whole phase is way more extreme than others. So it's not like, you know, people get intimidated by that term, the whole phase. But it can just be just, you you know, your everyone's whole phase is unique to them. Uh-huh. I'll say so, you know, if your whole phase is three guys in a month, three guys in a week or three guys in a day like that's on you but um yeah i do feel like everyone needs to experience a little bit of whole phase um and get that experience um and just experience that um my whole phase was actually really fun i loved it i felt like i was living my best life but um towards the end of it (laughs) towards the end of it i did feel like uh, I'm not gonna say was it worth it. I still think it was worth it. And I don't regret it, but I definitely was like, you know, I've had enough. I did it, came, conquered, and now I'm ready to settle down. <laughs> so I, I, I appreciate how you put that out there. Like, so one, let's let's rewind a little bit and let's let's identify and let's define like what it is realistically a whole phase. Because you said people are intimidated by that that title, and realistically, all that the whole phase you know, realistically is, is, it's just dating, like, you know, having free open dating and, you know, dating, you know, who you want, um, you know, oftentimes, you know, well, to, to kind of really signify, you have to be dating more than one person to really be having a whole phase. Um, but, you know, having a, uh, a whole phase where you're dating multiple people, you are, you know, having you know conversations with them you you may not be sleeping with everyone but you may be sleeping with everyone that's your choice and you know your decision if that's what you want to do but i agree with you that um it's definitely necessary to have a whole phase um i think the the main thing with me what i noticed with the whole people that do have whole phases and people that don't is um the the judgmental part of it. Like, I feel like people that don't mm. have whole phases is because they're so busy judging the people that are doing it. And the people that do have their whole phase, they're, they've learned what people think doesn't matter. And like, they learned like, I don't have whole to facts. for something I want to do. Like if I meet this dude at the club or the bar, or if I meet him on Friday and I want to fuck him later tonight, it's okay. Yep. Like, it's okay. If I choose, I would need protection. Like, it's kind of weird to me because people will just, I don't know, like, they act like you cannot have safe sex. Like, that's what gets Yo, me. Yo, like, that's a whole fact about that. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because that, that's what gets me. Like, I always joke to everyone about, oh, if we use a condom, it didn't happen. Because it's like, that's safe sex. Like, 
how can I feel like a hoe if I like I just I just don't get it. I just feel mm. like we use a condom. I did I you know I followed all the precautions. I'm good. I can enjoy this sex and not feel guilty in the morning. So I, I to some extent I really feel you because like I feel like into some. To some extent, like using the term whole phase to talk about it kind of does put that negative connotation on it. But it's also to kind of just, you know, remove the stigma from the term whole. It's like it's not a negative term. Like, you know, we can, you know, date around. You can safely sleep around. Um and it be positive it doesn't have to be negative like we we automatically like start associating with like oh that's a whole phase that's negative and it's just like how because realistically like you know when you talk to people about you know their whole phases um like you said they, they the, the removal of the judgment is gone and then on top of that you know there's just more clarity when it comes to like you said dating because something you mentioned was you were it wasn't say something you regret but you recognize oh I'm ready to settle down and I will say some something similar was you know during you know the what was the tail end of my whole phase you know during that period at that when I got to that point I was just like yeah I'm kind of ready to chill out a little bit I can do a relationship a little something something so it's important to remove the the negativity from it and talk about it in that one like you said it could be safe sex it doesn't have to uh you know be scandalous it doesn't have to be drama filled it doesn't have to um you know be considered extra so yeah let's let's keep this conversation going about the the whole face so, yeah okay so like i'm i'm also you know I, I gotta jot down my notes as we talk so um also, another thing, maybe just because I'm from Houston, you know, I'm from the South, and uh, it is still a little traditional out here. Like, girls, we still want that marriage. Like, it's just really a thing out here. Like, everyone I know, everyone's like, they looking for, like, they're the women are looking for husbands. And once again, the girls that I notice who are um, marriage-focused, they, um, they're the ones that are really against the whole phase and to me it's like okay you can maybe have that um i guess pride or something you know to say okay i've only had this many sex partners like you know they can be almost 30 and they know that they've only had five sex partners to me that's a little weird it's strange but that's just me mm. so if you can be almost 30 and you only have like five sex partners so you can just say you know you're you feel good for marriage but it's like your husband out here he's not thinking like that like, the man that's going to marry you is not out here counting how many girls he done been with and trying to stay pure for you. So, it's like you over here holding yourself back, um, missing opportunities and experiences when this man, I mean, I don't know. I'm not trying to say people shouldn't, and I'm not trying to say people should just hold around before marriage, but I'm just saying, like, I, what I, I'm asking for is doing what you want to do, putting yourself first. And if you out here not doing something because you're worried about the future or the husband that may or may not come... I mean, that's not you living your life to the fullest. I, I, I feel you on that. And I feel like I understand what you were saying about, like, you know, holding on to that judgment of, you know, trying to figure out what this man or thinking about this man is worrying about, oh, that you, you done stuck with this person and that person. Um, because realistically, like, guys, we, we not, we not, we not stressing that. Like, um, I think as an adult, you know, if you want to think about, you know, future and stuff like that, what's most important now as, as being an adult is the fact that, uh, the fact that 
as an adult, we, we make sure that we're being safe about it. So going back to what you talked about before about, you know, that safety, like if that's in place, we, we doing that, we checking off those boxes, then what else we need to realistically talk about? Exactly. And it just boils down to, the you know, what I hate the most is everybody being worried about everybody else. Like, mind your business, because I don't mind mine. Um, how do you feel about this, though? How do you feel about what if really what deters girls from having a whole phase is guys talking? So, okay. So, yeah. So, on season one, we actually covered this. I had a whole episode called Judgmental Men and Sex. And, I, and we talked about this. And it's like, you know, breaking down the that wall and that stigma that men have. Because, um, you know, we, you know, men perpetuate the, the inequities that, you know, allow women to be looked at as negative for having a whole phase. Because, like, you know, realistically, like, you know, it's easy for, you know, men to, to have whole phases and be holes and, like, it'd be, you know, squeaky clean, it'd be nothing. Um, but that can't be, you know, the, a woman's case. So, like, there, there needs to be more uh, openness about it. And that's, you know, realistically, you know, the, this, this episode is to really be able to talk about um, the need for that, that openness, that mm-hmm. space for people to be able to, to go hoe around, date, you know, who they want, have sex with who they want, find that clarity, find, you know, who they like, you know, who and what they like, you know, out of dating, um, what they're not, you know, wanting to stick around for, what they will stick around for. Are there things that they have to stick around for that, or they don't want to stick around for? Like, you know, just examining themselves as well as examining, um, the different types of people they come in contact with as they're dating. I mean, that's like, honestly, it just doesn't make sense because it'll be guys, you know, guys, they'll say, like, they'll have an issue with a girl if she's quote unquote ho or whatever, but they want to fuck too. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, so it's like, if, 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 if girls really were like, okay, all these guys want us to be ladies and they want us to not sleep around. Okay, cool. Let's all collectively, all the women, let's stop sleeping around. Let's stop it. Let's stop giving it up. What? That's not going to rise men to no occasion. Of I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know about that. I, I, I firmly believe in, in the power of the P-U-S-S-Y, as Jay-Z once said. Um, I firmly believe in that. Um, I think uh, there is a, a an ability there that is transactional, if, 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 if played correctly. I think... There's, there's a transactional ability there that uh, women have um, and can tap into. And, um, yeah, it's available to y'all through that. This is how I feel. It's like, even, and so, so when I say if women were to all come together and, like, let's stop having sex, let's stop holding around. The thing about it is we wouldn't even be able to do that either because what people fail to realize, what society fails to realize, well, what society doesn't want us to be okay with is we want to have sex too. Yes, exactly. Like, I agree. That's all it is. Like, so, that's, like us, that's us going against our own anatomy as well. Like, <laughs> So the, here's the key, and, and this is, and I think this is what that whole phase, you know, allows you to do is... What you do is you're finding people that you can have sex with that are equally minded to you and will have, you know, some sort of similar balance um, to, to you. 
Yeah. And that kind of goes into how the whole phase, you can find a fuck buddy. So let's talk about that. Like, how, how do you how do you set up a, a, a successful whole whole period? Let's put let's break that down. How do you set up a successful whole period? You said whole period. Yeah. So like not like let let's like not even let's like because like let's take it in baby steps because even before you get to the phase because you think about the phase is like you know it's happening over time. How do you how do you set up your initial hoeing period? Okay. Okay, that's a good question. And actually, okay, now here's the big sis kicking in. This is how you do it. The very first step is you have to emotionally detach. Mm, like, mm, come with it. <laughs> you have to emotionally detach. Like, this is not for the week, okay? Wait, let me, um, wait hold on. I'm going to pause you right, real quick because I want to add some context to that. Because some people are going to listen and be like... Why you got to have your emotions out of it? Okay, fine, sure. Let's add some context and pers- con- context and perspective. If Even if you don't think you have to remove your emotions out of it, what you do have to do is, is first and foremost go into it knowing what it is you want. Go ahead. Yeah, so I would agree. Um, and I'm just telling you, telling y'all, like, what the thoughts that went through my head when I decided, you know, what, can I do this? But um, a lot of this happened for me at a young age, like younger anyways. So um, basically it all just started because I just will get tired of guys always throwing that, you know, line in my face. Like, oh, um, you know, you can't have sex without emotions. Like your feelings have to be involved. And it was like, I just hated that their that their feelings couldn't be involved in mine was. Mm. I hate that if I did have sex with somebody, I feel like connected and I feel all this type of way. And he he over there sleep at night. So it was mostly me just like rebelling of like, man, like I don't want to be hurt behind these dudes. Like if, you know, just because I have sex with them, but I still want to have sex with them. Like I want to just be on the same playing field with them basically. So, um, or be competitive. So I, um, so yeah, I just, thought to myself you know i need to become emotionally attached i need to know that if i have sex with someone do it because i want to do it because i know it's just a physical act i'm doing it because i want to have pleasure and that's it if it's just the fuck buddy um you know the fuck buddy is the i mean if the whole phase is like the mission Uh, the second thing i would say um, in the beginning. So once you emotionally detach, um, yeah, so set the boundaries. What's your boundaries? My boundaries was, um, use protection. My boundaries was only do it if I want to do it. Like don't do something I don't want to do. So those are my little boundaries. And, um, another boundary or another little rule I said to myself was don't guilt trip myself. If I do make a mistake, like, if I do feel bad about it or if I do just feel a little nasty or whatever, because society tells me that, don't beat yourself up about it. Like, just be like, you know what, girl? You okay. Like, you good. As long as you go to the doctor, you know, you slip up, don't use condom. Look, as long as you clean at the end of the day, then don't beat yourself up about, um, you know, what you did during your whole phase. And even if you do come out of it with something, don't beat yourself up. Mm. Mm. Like that's just period. That's real. That's real. All of that was gems. It was emotionally detached boundaries and don't beat yourself. Like 
those are, are gems. And I would say like, you know, that, that sort of processing and, you know, setting up, you know, that uh, boundary is, is very important to making sure that you you have a successful again whole phase like okay so like even if you like i said don't want to take it where you're emotionally detached going into it knowing what you want so like okay are you going into this you know to date you know to find out you know what that experience is are you going into it to get free meals like what are you going into it to potentially find a mate you know that could be your your goal as well um but have that sort of framework at this out, you know, at the beginning of it. And then again, what your boundaries are, you know, set those, like have it established, you know, so that you can, you know, stick to it when it comes time to it, that you can express it and share it. And, you know, that last part about not guilting yourself, that I think that is key because you don't want it to be where, you know, you're going home and like you're regretting it. You're beating yourself up, but you're still doing it. It's just like, Remove Plus, the society I've had norms. situations where, you know, I've had a situation where because I was going through my whole phase and, you know, having fun and being all out and stuff, I, you know, I've kind of had a situation where I had sex with a guy and I didn't want to have sex with him, but I was drunk and stuff happened and I just, it was a very weird situation. I felt very uncomfortable the next day, um, but I just had to tell myself, like, you know what? you're okay, like, you made a, you know, a bad decision or whatever, and just move on from it. You, see, so let's get into that, too, because, like, the importance of learning from it, um, you know, we can look at it and be like, oh, well, you're calling it a whole phase, so it's, like, it's comical, it's fun, but I think, you know, at the core of it is recognizing, uh, that you, you should take, your you should be walking away with lessons, like, you should be walking away, you know, evaluating, reflecting, um, asking yourself questions, you know, taking the good away from it, as well as, you know, the mistakes that you may, you know, make, the, the, the areas where you, you know, realize you have to grow at. Um, I mean, yeah, that's dope. Also, the stuff that you could take away from it, like the experiences that you'll just really learn, is like, you kind of like see people for like, more of who they are, I yep. would say, because yep. if you're just fucking some guy, like, he don't have to lie to you about nothing. Nope. He don't have to put on no facade like being some good guy. He can be exactly who he is, because he know like, this ain't nothing but just something, just a little piece of meat. So, you don't you don't get that covered up, like, Prince Charming mirrored, blurred vision of a guy. You just get him being normal, like, good or bad. Like, that's not all bad. Like, I met a really good guy, um, like, a really cool guy doing that, and I don't know, I just met a lot of cool people doing it, too. I, I've learned, I've seen some good guys, like, they'll be my fuck buddy, we'll still go out, like, I knew I could bring him around friends, then I had fuck buddies, like, who no one, no one at all would have ever known I had sex with. Mm-hmm. People I would want to show off, and I actually, he's sociable enough to where we can, like, have a friendship out of it. And people who's just a fuck, and y'all don't see each other during the day. And if you see each other, you don't speak. I'm, I'm, yes. So, let's, great, great, you know, piece to transition into about, like, actual whole phase experiences. Because you you talked about that, like, you've had you know, different types of fuck buddies. And you've had a fuck buddy where you could, you know, be out social. And, you know, people may or may not know in that space that y'all are fuck buddies. Or y'all have at least fucked before. And, you know, 
but there's there's a difference to you know that sort of engagement that you have i've, I've had similar to where you know some chick that i'm messing with like you know we happen to we be able to be out with you know mixed company and you know it be nothing and you know end of the night that's what it is uh, and you have other situations where it's just a come over get it done may leave in the morning may leave that night may not even be somewhere they come like it may be a hotel like you know, exactly. you've had those type of situations as well. So, uh, let's get into uh, why is your nickname the Little Dick Advocate? <laughs> oh yes. Okay. This is so. This is so funny. This is like the my favorite topic because um, I tell everyone this. I really, I really actually try to change the narrative with this. That's why I'm so open with saying it because. You know, I just want girls to kind of stop that narrative of like, oh, like he has to have a big, he has to have a big dick, like, and to stop guys, all guys feeling like they have to have a big dick, like you know. Now, when it comes to circumcision, I don't circumcision. I don't know where we are there yet, but as of now, little dicks, um, little dicks matter. Mm, um, mm. <laughs> little dicks matter. <laughs> okay. So, all right, so, so exactly what is it, uh, what was that moment that you said, okay, I'm a little dick advocate? Okay, so the moment um, when a little dick made me cry, <laughs> when a little dick made me cry, um, I, that's when I was really like, okay, I see how people can become addicted, um. It was just like, I see how people can, like, be crazy. Um, yeah, it was the moment I cried. Um, so basically what it, what it was, um, when it first started out, um, I was about to have sex with this guy, and his name, we call him Med School Kid. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. We call him Med School Kid, and we call him that because he was in med school. Uh, he was super nerdy. Like, no one would ever think he knew how to put it down. Like, just, uh, he was the best um and i'm biased because he was a virgo and you know i you know i told you before i um attract virgo men mm. and i do feel like virgos are the freakiest we're just slept on so no one really knows this because we're so you know we hide it so anyways um it was our first time having sex or whatever and he ate me out and he ate me out like so good and we were joking about like um he, he didn't know what to do. I was like, boy, you don't know what to do. You don't know what you're doing. And he was like, girl, I know anatomy. Like, you know, because he was in med school. So every time, so when he said, I was like, oh, okay. You know, I just thought it was funny. But I learned, like, no, he must have really knew anatomy because he knew exactly just what to do. Like, he was, it was like fucking a doctor, basically, because that's just how it felt. Like, he just knew what to do. So, um, yeah, basically I had my best sex with a, like a little dick, like a four-inch dick has always been my best sex. He knew how to hit the G-spot. Um, he just knew how to use it. He knew how to use it. So oh. that's how um, that started. He was my first little dick, and then I had another little dick, and they just hit each time. They hit. So. Guys with big dicks don't know how to use them. I've heard most, that before. Most guys. Not all. I've heard that before. Yeah, 
most guys with big dicks do not know how to use them. And honestly, most girls who love big dicks, okay, I'm not saying that. Some girls, no. There's some girls there who love big dicks and know what they're doing. But a lot of girls I've heard of and talked with that love big dicks, it's because they honestly lazy in bed. Like, they literally suck in bed. So they they have a guy who also sucks in bed. He's got a big dick, so it just works for them. But girls I know who love big dicks, they don't ride. They don't be giving head. Like, they just don't be doing They just like, like, they just be, it's like, well, that's why you like the dick, because you just, you just lay there. Like, I need a small dick because I like to ride, like to, you know, be rough. I like to go for a long time. If you got a big dick, you can't go forever. You tired. You wore out. And guys with big dicks, they their main thing is to cause, like, pain. Like, they want you to be all hurt from the dick. Little dicks, they can't cause you pain. So they main, you know, goal is to please you. Mm. And that's, that's so what I see. It really comes down to... The motion in the ocean. It comes down to the motion in the ocean. And real freaks, real bitches know that. It comes down to the motion in the ocean. Got you. <laughs> like, am I? Like, am I? Nah, I'm you're not at all. It's not, not, like, girl, not, I don't know if it's like the girls just don't want to say like their dude got a little dick or they don't want to just admit that they got a little dick nigga at home. But, mm-mm, I would not tell my friend my man got a little bit. Mm-mm. Nope. So, let's, let's, let's talk about this since you, you brought it up and about mm-hmm. making sure, you know, because do, I, I hear not all small dick niggas know or act as if they have a small dick. And so, I think that's something that, that the women are like, but niggas don't be acting like they got a small dick. Like niggas be acting like they got the biggest dick in the world and walking around like they they swinging it and knocking it out. See, that's the thing right there is that it's because at the end of the day they know they got bitches out here with though. Like it's the, it's just the same thing. Like no matter how we're perceived, if we still know we we can get something on call. I feel like the the difference is. People who have options and people who don't have options. Like, if you know you can call somebody up and fuck them or whatever, you already gonna have big dick energy, even if you got a small dick, because you know you got bitches on call. But see, I think that comes back down to like what you were saying before about, um, you know, and I mentioned about not giving it up and like cutting it out. And you was like, you know, that's that's giving that's cutting out a woman's anatomy. Um, or, you know, wants and stuff like, and I agree. So like, it's not necessarily cutting it out, but it's like cutting off, you know, the ones that's, that's not again, uh, falling with in line within your boundary. Um, or, you know, who can't, you know, a, adjust to the fact, like you said, if you're emotionally detached to it or who's not, you know, aligning with the things that you're going into it for. So then now nah, you're not giving it to him. So then Regardless of whether he has small dick or not, I mean, at that well, no, let me not say that because if he does have a small dick and he's not acknowledging that he has a small dick and he's not doing, you know, enough around just not having a small, uh, I don't even know if to, uh, what to say at that point about it, but just not having uh, a a a dick with the size enough to be pleasing, what we, people would consider normally. Um. So yeah, okay, so um. 
in your experience, you would find that niggas with big dicks uh, are more trash than niggas with small dicks. Yes, yes. Okay, so, <clears throat> um, you mentioned because I know this is this is the the thought process. You mentioned he gave this, this one guy gave good head. Um, is that what you experienced across the board? No. Um, what I would say is I, I really feel like he was the only one who ever gave good head. Um, I find that I don't think a lot of guys know how to eat pussy. Like, I don't think most guys know how or I don't know. But what I will say is a guy that likes to, um, you know, will take more pride and will do it longer, you know, give mm-hmm. him a little more practice. Like to me, when guys don't like to eat pussy, I that's I think something I can't I can't have in a relationship because it's just kind of like I don't know. It's like, well, I gotta suck your dick. Like I just feel like that's just childish. I don't know. It just seems like, mm, like okay, no, 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 no. It, it is very childish. Cause I'm gonna tell you, be honest with you, men are gonna call it childish too. Men are gonna be like, oh, you don't suck dick. That's childish. Like. Yeah, like that's- Yeah, nah, men are gonna men are gonna call that shit childish too. Men are gonna be like, oh, oh, nah, that's 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 nope, nope, that's childish. <laughs> that's that's what it's gonna be. Um, yeah, so I mean, so th- that goes back into the conversation about you know the little dick niggas and how do you have that conversation with the little dick nigga that don't. No, he got a little dick. So what do you mean? What conversation? Like, so I'm an advocate of telling people like, like, so going back to like, you know, you know, talking about sex, like whatever. Like I'm an advocate of, you should tell somebody like how it is. If it was trash, you should tell somebody it was trash. Now, I've, I've heard, and I think this is something many people have heard is that, you know, little dick niggas, dick is trash. And it's because they be acting like they got a big dick and it don't be working. And it okay, just be- well, see, that is true. So, because you know what? When I do talk to my homegirls, that's one thing. Another thing I hear when I talk about sex to people is they're not talking to their partner. Yeah, they're not. Like, if I have a boyfriend, like someone I'm consistently having sex with, like, nah, like, we're going to get this tweaked out within, like, the first week. Like, we're going to get this tweaked out immediately to, like, to where we both know what each other likes, and we're just going to find our groove pretty quickly Um, because we're going to have, like, a lot of sex to do so. Um, So relationship-wise, I do tell my partner, um, you know, what I do and don't like or what what he needs to work on or whatever. But if it's just a fuck buddy, nah, I pretty much don't. I just move around. Or just come to it, just come back to the the, um, the fuck buddy just for like, you know, just knowing what I'm going to get. Knowing, okay, um, okay, I'll fuck this nigga this week. He he lousy, but I want some big dick this week, so let me just go fuck with him. Then next week, might be like, oh, I miss cuddling with such and such. Because I don't kiss this nigga, but me and this nigga, we kiss. So he ain't get that good in bed, but mm, he likes to cuddle and kiss. Like, it's just one of those, like, I don't try to critique them. I just go to which one for specific needs. <clears throat> so that's the crazy part. Like, I think you, you, 
you are able to, you know, experience those things. Like, you talked about, like, niggas is whack at giving head. Like, I like deep pussy. Like, it, it's a good thing. Like, to me, like, it's enjoyable in that space. And to me, I think you should ask questions. You should, you know, figure out what that particular person who's pussy you eating, what they like. So... Yes. People try to do the same thing for everyone. It's important to have, you know, conversations and to listen and to incorporate, you know, what the, the person likes. Like, different things, you know, will get different people there. And Yes. I had... Um an ex who likes his dick to be licked like a lollipop, like just lick it. And then I had another ex who liked you to deep throat. Like, if I'm just doing the same thing for every guy, like, nah, he's not. Like, nah, it could be totally different. You know what people should start doing? Like, people, I mean, outside of just like, you know, like quick one night stand fucks, like, if you really are planning on like, having something long term with someone and you're like anticipating and building the sex you should have like a night where like it's just about like that foreplay or like that learning so like just like a lot of like oral and touching and kissing and look like that and it will probably piss you off but like it'll probably be a good opportunity to really just be like hmm what do you like while slapping a dick on your face yeah Exactly. Because some things like that, like if that's what you like to do, that's something you may want to ask somebody before you do it. And that's like a good, you know, trial, you know, space to do it in. Yeah. Me, don't ask me before you do it. I think I kind of like you just do it. But I think that comes down to you telling, uh, you telling someone that you're just an open person. Or like that you're also someone who is okay with someone just making a certain move you know if the vibe is there yeah so that's also about like again going into it you know with you know knowing what you want like how do you like what you trying to get out of this yeah that's true because if you if you're not looking to get a lot then you're not going to invest a lot or why invest a lot that's fair so before we wrap up uh, the whole phase, what are uh, some highlights of uh, your whole phase period? Um, some highlights was like some locations. Like I um, got to have sex in a public place. That was my first time having sex in a public place um, in McDonald's bathroom. Mm. Um, so that was nice. Um, another highlight... I think will be to me was to just kind of really be like a hoe a little bit like one day like leave this guy's house in the morning meet up with somebody like that night like I don't think I ever did two guys in one day but I definitely it was like for sure like 25 hours (laughs) (laughs) it was for sure like 24, 30 minutes after. So, so I don't think I did multiple guys in one day, but it was, it was close enough. Mm. Um, so those were some highlights. Like, those were highlights for me. Um, I mean, I'm just glad I got to experience it. 
I'm glad I got to do it at a at a quote unquote appropriate age, so that helps. Uh, uh, you know? Uh, and then I just I just decided like one day, I mean I did it for so long. I was like about maybe two years, maybe two summers. So I just was like, you know what, I actually wanna have meaningful sex now. I actually wanna have sex with someone I like. Like someone I actually know like his full name, you know? know a little bit about them and like them. So then I just told myself my next goal boundary was I'm only going to have sex with people who I'm interested in. Mm. I think for me, like, it was, it came after a breakup. Um, I had gone down to Atlanta. I was chilling in Atlanta. This was after college. And I was just like, okay, well, we're not getting back together. So I think it was in that time of living in Atlanta, I met this girl, uh, <clears throat> Me and my homeboy, we ended up smashing at uh, her and her friend the next night. And it was like, in now, I was just like, oh, okay. Well, um, we going to see what comes and what doesn't. And I think for me, uh, like, I've, I've written about this previously. And, um, you know, I've written about this previously in other pieces you know, about the different women that I dated during that period um, and, you know, chronicalized it and talked about it to just, you know, share, um, you know, what that experience was like to, like we talked about before, you know, the thinking about, you know, what we, um, you know, what we learn and, you know, who we experience and the different experiences that we, you know, are able to uh, take um, or have, you know, throughout that period, like, <clears throat> I think about, um, you know, some of the, the trips, uh, you know, that, you know, I took, um, like, <laughs> I think about some of the trips that I took, um, you know, and, you know, just, again, the different people, um, you and know, I just want to add in, fuck buddies are the best to travel with. They can be, yeah. Um, I, I didn't have like an actual trip. Like I didn't actually do a trip with, I don't, I don't think I actually did a trip with one, but I know that like I did, like I said, different meeting up in different cities. Um, like, like having gone there to that particular place for like to meet up with them. Um, yeah, like that's, that's, that's a real thing. Like, you know, those it, it creates the, the space. And, like, I think, you know, again, like, going back into, um, you know, what you what you learn, like, what you're able to take away is uh, the fact that you get to meet different people. You get to experience different things. You, you come across, um, you know, different opportunities. Um, you know, some of those people you may keep in touch with, some of them you may not. Like, you know, some of them may develop into a friendship, develop into more of a friendship um, that doesn't involve sex. Um, and some won't. Like, I have a friend who I uh, always say, like, there's this, this in, in and out relationship that she's always in. And it kind of started off, it pretty much just started off as a fuck buddy situation. But I always, like, you know, joke that, like, that's, like, your, your go-to. Like, that'll be, like, someone you, like, always, like, go back and forth with for life. And, like, she doesn't believe it, but I do. And I believe, just like you said, because, like, you know, the fact that 
um, you know, they have this sort of dynamic that has developed over time. They've traveled together. They've had that sort of dynamic. Um, they've had that opportunity. So, yeah, like... My fuck buddy now, me and him are friends. Like, we're literally friends. Like, we're, like, really good friends. They're not friends who fucked, but fuck buddies who became friends. And, um... Yeah, I mean, I definitely will cut him off, like, when it's time, when I find a serious relationship, yeah. But until then, I mean, nah, we're good. So, you went here. So, let's, let's, let me ask two questions. So, question one is, uh, what's that cutoff look like? Um, well, actually, I got three questions now, actually. Let's just rewind. Um, you talked about fuck buddies that became friends. Like, uh... What's that realistically look like, and does that blur the line of catching feelings? Okay, so what I tell everyone, and it's just so crazy, because I've tried to explain this relationship to so many of my friends. So many of my friends hang out with us, and they just don't understand it. They're like, y'all should be together. Like, um, y'all gonna end up together. Like, that's just a joke. And the thing about it is... It's the same, like, when people talk about all these uh, different dating styles and relationship styles. The same way it's hard for someone to understand polygamy is the same way it may be for someone to understand an open relationship. The same way it is for someone to understand our fuck buddy relationship. Because it's just ours. Like, you know? Like, I can only tell you the basics, but all the understanding of it is just us because we have that understanding. You know, like we have an understanding where it's like, if I see him out and I know, I know his family. So if I see him out with his cousins, cool. I know it's all good. I can speak. If I see him out with a girl, hey, I may have to let him speak to me first because I don't know if that's his little, if that's somebody he dated and I'm not here to block him on dating someone and he's not here to block me on dating someone because we know we're not fit to be together. We just know we, we like each other, but we know we're both like, we just know we're not for each other. Y'all just know it's good sex. And yeah, and, and good, good friendship company. hanging out. Yeah, it's good sex and good company. That's all it is. And I, I and I, I asked that question because like like I said, someone's gonna hear that and be like, Oh well y'all are friends, like, oh what happens when the lines like oh when somebody catches feelings and I think it's important to recognize that again, if you're going into it with a you know, a understanding of what you want out of it, you know, you're not having that emotion attached to it, you're not engaging with someone who is doing or who will do that or who go who go opposite of what you're going into it for, then you should you should be fine and recognize that realistically, regardless of whether you did or did not, you know, uh, tell someone that they shouldn't catch feelings, it's still possible that someone could, whether that's not the case, you know, whether that wasn't the case or not. So, like, the chances realistically are 50-50 either way, and, like, it's just to bring, you know, more recognition to that fact that it's 50-50 either way. Um, well, you know what I'm going to say next? I'm going to add some more dimension to this, because this, this also may help uh, your viewers understand, your listeners understand. Um, Okay, me and him, we were a couple before. We were only a couple for three months when I was young. I was like 18, he's older than me. We was a couple for like three months, 
It was young and stupid. It ended really quickly. We didn't talk for years, got back in touch, um, and just, you know, one day I was like, you know what, let me just call him up, and we fucked. Like, I don't know, we're having talked to him in years, whatever. And after we did that, he told me he had a girlfriend. Now, I was like, oh, damn, like, why didn't he tell me he had a girlfriend before? Like, I'm not a homewrecker. This was me and my good days. Oh, I'm not a homewrecker, um, this and that, blah, blah. But then I thought to myself, I want his dick. I was like, I don't even want him. Like, I was like, I'm completely over him. I have no more feelings for him. And then I was like, and you know what? If he doesn't have sex, if he's already cheating on his girlfriend with me, he's going to cheat on her with another bitch. And if I want to get dick, then whatever. So, yes. Um, if he had a girlfriend, I don't know if he did or not, but I was, I was the side bitch or whatever. And um, so, yeah, that's how we started having sex. And, and yeah, and we also just formed more of a friendship. And, yeah, we're, we're basically like a husband and wife who got divorced. And we're better off as friends than lovers. Ah. Uh, like, that's fire. I like all of that. I like yeah, all of that. Function. I like all of that. Oh, man. That's, that's, that's where it's at. Um, that's, that's legit. Yeah, that's like, who, who doesn't know who parents, people get divorced and they're still cool with their, their ex-husband or whatever. I mean, they're probably not fucking though, for sure, but... But it's, like, I think what's important out of that is to just recognize the, uh... Is the different dynamics that, you know, relationships can take. Like, and I... I these, these, these are definitely future episodes that come this season. But I talked about recently on my uh, IG was about, you know, what did we learn from our past relationships? And then, like, uh you know, friendships developing from relationships. Yeah. And, you know, that's possible. Like, one of my best friends to this day is one of my exes. And, you know, like, that's a, just a friendship that developed over time. Like, it just morphed into that. Um, and so that's a, you know, relationship that I, you know, I appreciate to this day. Uh, so, yeah, it's possible, you know, to come from, you know, different dynamics. Now, I will definitely say, and I've said this because I had a, a fuck buddy episode it is important to like to again like have a understanding of what what you're going into that situation for because you don't want to just take that situation from a fuck buddy because it's good sex and y'all like y'all hang out you know when y'all are fucking to take that into a relationship and mold that into that because it may not have that foundation to actually you know grow into that like I mean, exactly, because we're not together for reasons. Like, I don't know his reasons, but I know mine. So, if it was going to be a relationship, it would be because we both knew it would be. Like, it works for us because we know it wouldn't. Like, you know? That's that's wholly real. That's that's where it's at. So, the second question to that was, what's that conversation going to look like when it comes time to cut him off? So, um... The conversation just looks like um, a text message or a phone call, however you contact me. And I just let them know, oh, hey, um, yeah, I got a boyfriend. And honestly, he's so good. We have such just a good connection. I really don't even have to do that most times because he knows if he hasn't heard from me in like a month or so. Like, you know, if time just goes on and he knows I haven't contacted him, then he knows, oh, okay, she got something going on. Mm. But I just want to understand where it's like, if I haven't contacted him in a while, then he'll kind of just wait for me to contact him. 
That's real. That's balance. I mean, I mean, it's just like we do have understanding, but even so, it's it's verbally said. Like it's verbally said. Cool. Copy. That happened to me before I actually got into a relationship. While me and him was still going on, um, knocked him to the side. Like you know, was like, yeah, I can't contact no more. I'm in a relationship. You know, trying to see how this goes. Um, it didn't work though, but. <laughs> We didn't contact each other for those two years at all. Oh, no, I meant the relationship. I was laughing. That's what I was laughing at. <clears throat> all right, so that last question on that is, um, you mentioned about, like, um, you know, this fuck buddy issue, having keeping this situation, you know, and whatnot, and, you know, having that whole phase. What do you say to, and this is the question for my, my male listeners, my, my guys, is to having a fuck buddy while also looking for something more uh, significant. Uh-huh. Should you or shouldn't you? Oh, should people do that? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, see, that's one of those questions where that person has to answer that. Like, you know, we... It's all about just being true to yourself. Like, that sounds so cliche, but it's just, it's really just the truth. So, um, some people can't operate like that. Like, some people can't just have sex. Like, for me, honestly, like, this is my life now. Like, he's literally for when, I I think people forget, like, or don't understand that, yes, if you have a fuck buddy, it doesn't mean we are fucking four times a week like he's my nigga. Like, only my nigga is fucking four times a week. Like, my fuck buddy is, like, when I hit you up. Like, once a month, nigga, when I'm ovulating. Like, it's 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 me who runs everything. So, if I'm, I'm not, like, having sex with him four times out the week and I'm talking to another day, another dude, you know, the rest of the days. It's not like that. So, you get what I'm saying? I do. Like, that's what I was talking about. I was saying before that magical power of the P-U-S-S-Y. Like, that's what you just displayed right there. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I guess, I guess you're right. Because that's, that's what it is. Like, you're on my time. Like, I, and, and, and that, 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 that's understandable. Like, I asked that question because you hear the, I hate starting over. Um, you know, period, like, people always, you know, hate, like, say, I hate that, I hate the starting over, like, to get to know you, blah, blah, and I feel like what's underlying that is, I really, I, I hate the trying to get to the point where I feel comfortable where I want to fuck you, and, yeah, and, and so, like, that's hidden with, like, it's the, oh, what's your favorite color, like, I don't know if you've ever seen the meme, but it's just, like, um, uh, I don't care about your favorite color. Just meet me on an island somewhere or some shit like like. Yeah. And it's just like. Yes, yes. So let's just get to it. <laughs> exactly. Like, I feel like that's what's just under it. It's just like that's you know, people just don't want to say that. So it's just like, I, and that's why I asked that question. And I'm happy that, you know, you answered it that way. It's just like that's something that you gotta you know figure out for yourself. Is because, yeah, like you do gotta figure it out for yourself and recognize that. You probably only gonna entertain this one person, but you also gonna be on the other side complaining if it don't work. <laughs> that you hate it. That you. So have for to. me, for me, whenever I like someone, like it takes so much for me to like someone. So whenever I actually like you, like I, you know, I want to like 
not be distracted, you know? And I don't want to feel like, I don't really want to say soul ties, but I don't want to feel like I got two energies up in me, like when I'm interested in someone. Like, if that makes sense. It does, and then it don't at the same time. Like, it's like, it's like the guy that you're really interested in, you're going to make him wait just a little longer and just to, like, make sure that, like, it's, like, it'll be significant. I get it, but it's just, like, I don't, because it's, like, I, I don't, I, I get it all the way. It's just. But just because it's, like, I don't know, it's, like, you know, if you're talking to somebody, like, I don't know, it's one of those things where it's, like, you know, like, you have a dream, somebody having sex with somebody, and, like, you know what I'm saying? No, no, no. Uh-uh. Not on that one. Nope. Mm-mm. Okay. Cause on that one, it's just like you just gonna make the, you gonna the, the the one that you really like. You are gonna make him wait just a little longer to see if it's like a little bit more significant. So it's just well, like. That, right. Well, this is what we do. This is what this is what we do. We have a fuck buddy. So yeah, so we don't fuck the one we like, so that he could think that we're classy. Because guys, that's what they say they like. But you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, okay. So here. Okay. So that this is a good great great. Great point to segue on. So let's get into money, power, respect. Bring okay. that in. Um, so money, power, respect is legalizing sex work. And um, I know there's been bubblings and conversations um, in different political spaces here in New York um, that uh, one of the things that's going to be advocated for in this upcoming legislative year in 2021 is legalizing sex work here in New York. And um, there are a number of proponents along with uh, legalizing marijuana that think, you know, that these are two things that we need to, you know, bring forward. And real talk, I think that that we should. Like, I really think that we need to bring this this industry um, into the 21st century, modernize it, and create a space for people to um, prosper offer themselves quote yes. me on that one but see one thing um i was thinking about i saw some videos about that and it's kind of it made me kind of think about like legalizing marijuana like how like how like so many people like almost as if like the government doesn't want people to be able to make that much money Legally, you know, I don't like, think like if if a woman if sex work was to be legal, it's almost like the people would have so much power. Like you know, what people I feel like it's more of like a thing where women can just, I guess, be leveled up in the economy. Basically, I mean, I think some of it's tied to religion. I think a lot of it's tied to religion, and then the rest of it is tied to, like you said, like trying to keep women down in you know the economy. Um, however, I think like, you know, we live in a, a different day and time and we, that's something we have to recognize, um, that there is no real logical reason as to why sex can't be a product. Exactly. It's, there's no reason why sex can't be a product. Especially if it's like, of course, like consensual um adults it just doesn't make sense so 
it's just so taboo. It's just so, um, it's just one of those topics where so people are just so ashamed. I think it's people are so embarrassed to talk about sex. Um, I think, yeah, I think that everyone's just embarrassed to talk about sex, but we all do it. Like, that's the crazy part. Like, like I got into a conversation about, um, about like marriage and like people were like, you know, it's in the Bible and you know, the man, you know, blah, blah. And I was like, but it's wild how we skip over so many other steps. Like, like someone was like, oh, well, I don't have, I don't live with my, you know, boyfriend. I was like, but y'all have sex, don't y'all? And they were like, yeah, but that's one thing that we, ch-. and I was like, you do not see how like you just like told the lines and it's just like we, we, we pick and choose what we want to be taboo about, quote unquote. Yeah, that's like girls being virgins, but they get head. Mm. Like, like I've never understood that. I've never understood that. Mm. Mm. That's real. Like I'm like so okay, you're a virgin, but you suck this nigga's dick. <laughs> like ill. Like like. Like that, I just always thought that was like so much, like more like disgusting and risky. <laughs> I don't know. I thought. I, well, I don't but you sucked this nigga's dick. <laughs> yeah, there's so many quotables on this episode. <laughs> I'm serious, like. Uh. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you a virgin, but you suck this nigga's dick. I'm saying, like, have you heard? You heard that? I I know some of those experiences. (laughs) Oh man! Oh shit! I know some of those experiences. It's like, and they will get praised. They will still get praised for being a a virgin that sucks dick. And be like, oh man, these virgins so horny. They just, man, they ready. They so horny. Like, they freaky. Like, how is it praying? But then if the girl who really gave it up, gave up her pussy and she freaky, she looked at it as a hoe. And that goes back to, again, like, taking the stigma away from it. Like, like again, like, going back and forth about, like, traditions and, like, what we hold our, our lines on. Like, the, the whole white dress type of thing. It's just, like... Wait, you was really just, you was probably fucking like a month ago. Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, and everyone wants to wear their white dress. Everyone is going to wear that white dress. It's tradition. What's the tradition behind it? Oh, well, it's purity. But, but it's still tradition. So it's just like, it, it, mine's gonna have to be beige or brown now. <laughs> Go with a skin tone. Go with a skin tone uh, gown. Go with it. Just flourish. Flourish. Find a, a skin tone wedding gown. And, and that could be really cute. Figure it out. It may or may not, but figure it out. Like It might be a lane, too. It might be a whole fucking lane for that. You never know. If I have some bedazzled Brown, like new flesh tone dress, that could be a vibe. I'm pretty sure it's somebody who makes them, but it could probably it, like it's 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 somebody need to blow up about it. Like we need a whole new. It could be the new wave, yeah, the new wave. Lane Bryan, 
uh, for black people, whatever that would be called. Yeah. But it's not even called Lane Bryant, whatever. David's Bryant, or whatever this shit's called. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yes, I mean, like, just for that's not even to talk about like the the takeaway. The, the <laughs> it's not even the sex stigma around it. It's just for us. Oh, just oh, just for black people. <laughs> wow, that's wild. <laughs> oh shit, that's wild that we're gonna get uh new dresses just because we're not virgin. <laughs> That's wild. Um, it's like we're all in a battle with who wants to keep traditional views and, and people who don't, you know, people who are, I guess, more liberal. And and that's the thing. It's just like I said, like when it comes to sex work, um, I don't see a reason why someone can't prosper off themselves. Um, because to me, like, it's like that's your body. Like you said, they're consensual. Um, if there are, you know, safety, you know, measures put into place, I don't see any reason why, you know, we, we can't have this as a product. I don't see why sex is, can't be a product. So, remember, um, I told you about where I used to work? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, yes, detail that. Because you didn't get, you didn't get into it. You didn't get into it. Is everybody mad? Hey, this, okay. I literally worked at a happy endings. Sex here work. in Houston. And, um, so basically, <sighs> I felt I just done so much. This is just so wild to me. Like, why did I do this? It's not, like, there's so much that I think we, we have to shed more light on because there are so many people who are interested, just like you are interested in things, just like I'm interested in things. Like, was I technically a sex worker at one point? I mean, were you giving happy endings? I was giving hand jobs. So then, yeah, I guess, yes, you were. <laughs> oh, my God. Add it to your resume. To Go ahead. I was, I was Let's go. Spill it. Oh my god, you're getting the exclusive. Okay. So, this all happened. Um, it happened because my friend hit me up. Because, you know, friends never want to do this shit on their own. They're the nasty bitches out there finding where to do all this shit. And then want to just bring you along. Because, bitch, I was over here doing fine, working my 9 to 5, living my wholesome life. And you want to, you know, whatever. So my homegirl hit me up one day. I was like, yeah, girl, I found out a way we can make some money. And so anyways, she tells me there's this guy. Um, he's going to take pictures of us and post it on Backpage. Of course, everyone knows Backpage. So I was a real sex worker. If I was on Backpage, I was a sex worker. Yes. Wow. Honestly, I feel good about that because back then it was I was a hot So now it's I was a sex worker. You know, this gives this this shit out go ahead, finish it. I got more go ahead, I got commentary. I got so much positivity here to this. This is like exclusive business. Like 
Now we pocket. Okay. So, I was on back page, but they didn't, he didn't show my face. And, like, it was basically because this is when I was modeling, too. When I was, like, doing Instagram modeling and doing, like, lingerie modeling. You don't know about this because those pictures are long gone off of Instagram. But this is when I was doing a lot of that. So he used my little lingerie photos and just advertised us on Backpage as masseuse, masseuses or whatever. So, um, yeah, so I would go to his house. All the girls would go to his house. He just had a little town house out here, like three-bedroom. And the rooms were just all mattresses, just air blown up mattresses. And we were like, we did like jail massages or whatever. It would be like called like wrestling. And literally, uh, we'll just go to his house, chill, watch TV till we get a buzz on the little cell phone. And um, the guy who he would find off back page would come to his house. And I guess he was our pimp. Um, I guess he was our pimp because he was the one, you know, basically being the protector. He was an old white man. Anyways, um, yeah, it would be like guys that would just come to the house. There would be like a lot of Arabs. It was like really all like Arabs and then, um, like one, like a few white guys. But yeah, they would come to the house and they would get naked and we'll give them a rub down, a massage, roll around on them. And you can rub their little dick if you want. You know, it depends. But um, I never had sex. I know everyone says that, but I never had sex. It was literally just hand jobs. And I only did it like three times, and I, I stopped. And I made like about, probably like $600. Did you enjoy it? Or was it just a job for those three times? I didn't enjoy it. I think I was just so young. Like, I just... I don't know. Like, I think not even so young. I think with me, I'm competitive <laughs> with life. So it's like, I want to just experience things just to say I did it. Um, like I said, I had... So my, my, my follow-up on that was, to me... That put a whole new perspective to me on like casting couch porn, um, and it's like it's a different space, but it's like again we need to normalize. Like we need to make more we need to make more space for these things because I feel like to know that like that's something that you did like that's like an experience like that you didn't enjoy it, but you did it, and you were comfortable doing it for what it was, and, like, there are people who want to try it, they may like it, they may say, oh, you know what, this isn't for me, okay, and that, like, that could be for so much, that could be for, uh, that could be for sex, that could be for, um, music, that could be for art, that could be for dance, that could be for a number of different things, like, you know, people, you know, go back and forth between things all the time, like, you know, one of the, uh, you know, most common facts that college, uh, you know, professors and, and admissions officers like to talk about is, uh, most college students change their major at least once, um, so it's just like, oh, like, okay, so people bounce around from things, so, like, why can't people potentially, like, want to try out sex work as a lane, like, that I mean, should be something. Thing, honestly, it's the same thing 
when all these girls literally grow up, like when they're six, when they're like 17, 18, when you graduate in college, and you got the girls who High go school? become strippers, and you got the girls that go to college. Like, it's the same thing. It's like, we all laugh and joke, like, damn, man, I wish I just could be a stripper. Like, of course, now that's not said anymore, because now you got OnlyFans, and you got Instagram, and social media make a lane for money. So, I, I remember growing up, me growing up, we didn't have social media like this. So, our main, like, thing was like, oh, shit, like, let's go be a stripper. Like, mm-hmm. let's, you got the girls who want to try to have sugar daddies. Like, it's just a phase you go through as, like, a young girl, I think. You, you think of, like, fast money. The same way guys think, okay, let me go sell drugs. Let me go rob, like, if that's bad. But it's the same way you're just thinking of, like, how to get some quick money and, like, what you can do to get the quick money. Here's the kicker. I know 30-year-old women who are sugar babies. So that's more to come this season. Um, that's so- the thing. Like, and that's what exactly, like, I have friends, and that's the thing like that. Like, you a whole sugar baby, that ain't doing nothing, like... But it's praise because it's like, you know, it's, gl- it's glamorized or something. But I don't, I don't know if it's glamorized for the right reasons. And that's something that I think is, should be done. I think like it should be glamorized for what it's glam, like what it's useful for. Like those women who <clears throat> want to do it, like they have, again, they went into it with intentions. Uh, you know, maybe it's money, maybe it's companionship, it's maybe it's sex. Say what? booked with dates like she'll be booked with dates and like can't even hang out or we'll be hanging out and when he calls she has to go like it's still a job it's very much a job yes because they're they're getting uh a, a financial uh incentive out of it so like i think that is important like i have a friend who she can't even date because she lives in one of his properties so she knows she's gonna be she's gonna stick it out with him through college and then after that she's gone but like again like there are those type of situations where like if that's people's you know motive out of it like why not like why like why we shouldn't have we shouldn't shame those like we should realistically uh make more space for for that like create opportunities to where we can it's better you know manage quote unquote like there's more uh transparency or at least you know more uh security built into it you know in some ways as best as possible so before we get out of here you got any uh tips about hoeing you want to leave that sounds so vulgar tips about hoeing um I would just say, yeah, be safe. I mean, that's the only thing, like, just be safe because even when you want to just slip up and, you know, I don't know, I'd just say be safe. Um, Be safe and do it. Like, if you want to do it, do it. If you think about it, then do it. Like, if something pops in your head, try it. Like, you know, if something pops up in your head that you want to do, then do it. Does that make sense? It makes a whole lot of sense. Makes like, if you are hanging out with a guy, or if you meet a guy, and one thing leads to another, and you want to do it, don't hold yourself back. Do it. There's a lot of quotables on this episode. So, 
let the people know where they can find you. Okay, so you can find me on Instagram. All my social media platforms are different versions of me. So don't expect to see the same. Don't expect to get what you got with podcast here today on um, Instagram, but you might find me on Twitter, you know? Like, so my um, Instagram is underscore, underscore, Christian with the K, K-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N. YouTube is a longer land. Oh, I'm like, I can't spell all this out. It's gonna be. It, it's cool. I got you. It's gonna be in the. It's gonna be in the yeah. details. It's gonna put. I'm gonna put it there. I'm gonna put it in the details. I'm gonna put it in the details. So, uh, y'all know as always. Uh, email everybody at gmail.com. Tell me how you feel about this episode, this show. Email topics, ideas, feedback, and comments. Yo, uh, there's there's more coming for season two. Um, stick with it. IG and Facebook, like and follow everybody mad pod and everybody mad on all major podcast platforms. Subscribe if you're feeling this shit. If you're not, thanks for listening. Uh, like, subscribe, share and on everything. Um, live for something. Man, there were so many quotables on this episode. Um, but for me, uh, you got one? Do you got you got any quotes you want to leave? I got yours and mine, so I mean, just let me know. Wait, what is it? What do you got? Oh, okay. So, <clears throat> the, 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 like I said, there was so many quotables, but but the two that for me. So this is this is Alondra's quote here. You a virgin, but you sucked his dick. <laughs> Ew. Like it just. Yeah. It back. It just hit, and <clears throat> um. For me, it was when it comes to sex work, uh, I don't see uh, why sex can't be a product. I don't see why anybody can't prosper off themselves. Uh, so, yep, that's everybody mad. Uh, again, this is season two. Thank y'all for rocking with me. Uh, this your boy, Rel. Uh, say peace out to the people. Alright y'all, I will catch y'all later and I hope to see y'all on my other social platforms so y'all can get to know me some more. Check her out, check her out, come back, see y'all next time. Woo! We as a people will get there. We as a people will get there.